Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. It's the final hour on this Meat Friday, and it's a Meat Friday that is served up to honor the great Todd Fritz. Celebrated his birthday earlier this week, and we decided to go all in for Todd Fritz. Chinese barbecue pork, beef and broccoli, General South chicken, beef lo mein, pork fried rice, and Mountain Dew cake. Who has it better than Todd does? Nobody. Nobody. That is just a lot of stuff going on there. On that I menu. did go out and look at the Mountain Dew cake. A little frightening. It is very. You know what's more frightening? The fact that I'm going to eat it? No. The fact that you have your Soul Cycle shorts on and you have no underwear on—that's true. Yes, and we had a basic instinct, a Sharon Stone moment that there was an accident. on the couch. I thought I didn't mean to share overshare. Okay, why are you wearing Soul Cycle shorts? Because you don't even use Soul Cycle. That's a good point. And it's like fifty-seven degrees outside, and why would you wear shorts and a short sleeve shirt? Because it's Friday the thirteenth, so I picked a scary movie shirt. And there's a skeleton logo on the shorts, and I just decided to go all in on Friday the 13th stuff. Which that, I could have saved for Halloween, I guess. That was at the Super Bowl in Houston, wasn't it? I think that, it was. Is that six years ago, seven years ago? That was quite a workout. Yeah, we did. We did a soul cycle class. Everybody uh, got on the bike there. I didn't know. Oh, you didn't have shorts. That's why they gave you shorts. They did give me a pair okay. of shorts. It was terrible. Yeah. It was a terrible day. Why? Because they beat our ass and my knee exploded and I couldn't walk for the rest of the week. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know that. Or I forgot about that. Yeah, why would you remember? Yeah, that? it's true. Four <laughs> dudes who had never ridden an exercise bike, or at least since 20 years. And it was like 45 minutes, and they try to be encouraging, but after about five to eight minutes and no, their it's, butt hurts. it's great. Come on, you got this. You guys got it. 17 more and 16 more. Let's go. They didn't say it like that. They, didn't say it like that. they did I not was bookended with... Uh, two women who were in phenomenal shape yeah. that were, I mean, I think that that was, for some of them, that was at least their second class that day, maybe their third, <laughs> and they were doing way better, there way are, better. There are people who are addicted to that. I was probably one of those for a while, and then I would show up on Saturday morning, and I would see Mike Greenberg in my class, or I might have been in his class, but... Um, I just remember we went our separate way. As soon as you walk in, you just pick out a bike. And then I'd go to the one side of the room and he'd go to the other. Because I didn't want to be next to him because then it would be a challenge. And then I, I it just wouldn't work Can out. Can you say, well. good morning <laughs> to <laughs> Dak Prescott on a soul cycle? <laughs> he, uh, he did say, come on, get up. And then you'd get up on your bike. Well, you burn at least a thousand calories. Uh, but yeah, I did soul cycle for a while there. You quit? You gave it up, or you just occasionally? I, you know, I, I got to the point where I wasn't. There wasn't anything left to prove. I mean, I basically was dominated the yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was probably twice the age of everybody in there. Uh, so I just thought, you know what? Maybe the old guy in the back needs to leave. So I did. Great workout, though. And you really let yourself go too. Uh, so, so. <laughs> I didn't want to shame you. I know but. that's okay. 
While you shame me. There's nothing wrong with soul walking. You just go for a nice soul walk. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you got to cut your losses and go, you know what? It's probably best no, no, I just why go No, no, why don't you cut your losses? <laughs> yeah. And put some underwear on. I should. Saturday night, the USC Trojans, Caleb Williams, headed to South Bend to take on Sam Hartman and Notre Dame. Primetime. Primetime Saturday night on NBC and Peacock. The final hour is going to give us what as far as a poll question goes, Seton? Let me update you, Dan, on some other ones. Okay. How superstitious are you? Uh, 68% of the audience are slightly superstitious. I would put myself in that category. Are I'm, you? I'm slightly superstitious. Okay, oh, so just slightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not extremely superstitious, but I'm slightly superstitious. Do you, I think. do you do the sign of the cross when you go by a church, when you drive by a church? Uh, no, I'm superstitious, not religious. Well, you could be superstitiously religious or just superstitious. Yeah. Like you get into a, a, like a rhythm, a pattern of, oh, I got to do that. I just went by a church. And then when you don't do it, you know, then do you back, you know, drive back and then do it again? You know, crazy things like that. Uh, do you walk uh, careful the cracks and sidewalks, all those things? Nah, no, I don't do any of that stuff. <laughs> what do you, yeah, well, I guess I'm not, I'm not quite that level of superstition. Okay, then, then what is your habit or superstition? Um, well, I'll, I'll do things like stupid things, like when you're watching the game. Maybe it doesn't fall under the category of being superstitious, but like if I'm in the kitchen and uh, something good happens, I'll probably stay into the, in the kitchen until it goes bad. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, now I understand people will stand in a certain area yeah. if something good happens and they don't want to leave. If I got this hat on and I'm watching the game or something and then it starts going wrong, I take the hat off and then it starts going right, I'll keep the hat off. Anybody else superstitious since it's Friday the 13th? Yes, Todd. I do a lot of those similar things, too. If I walk away and Denver starts playing well... And but that's not possible. That doesn't happen. On the rare occasion that they get a first down or kick a field goal or something, and it's because I stopped watching or I walked so away. So this is sports superstition. Yeah, for me, it's mainly sports-related oh, oh, okay. superstition. Yeah. Mine's probably life superstition. What about you, Marv? No, I don't care. <laughs> not about any... Su- I like, like superstitions. Yeah. I don't have any... Yeah. Like, I'm really not caring about stuff. Like Yeah. Yeah, Paulie? A little bit with the sports thing, but not too much. I like to I like to say I'm not superstitious, but there's I remember there was a couple months ago there was a ladder in the hallway, and I walked around it. Oh, there, I won't walk I won't oh, walk under a ladder. It, oh. it's like you're tempting fate. Like I, I don't think I'm superstitious yeah. moment to moment in life, but this ladder I could have easily walked under it, and mm. it was actually harder to go around it. And I chose to go around it. I'm like, why would I do that? Because I'm not superstitious. So I am. I was with my son, and he had his uh, daughter there, and then. I was going to pass his daughter over the table, but you don't pass a baby over a table. I've never heard that one. Yeah. Well, I, I heard it loud and clear. You don't don't pass the baby over the table. I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah see. You know, okay, now that you mention it, I knock on wood. Do, um, but do you knock on wood now because you just said you knock on wood? I just did. Okay. Yeah, Um. I'll I'll throw salt over my shoulder. Hmm. Okay. Uh... I don't, a broken mirror is a big problem. I don't throw away, I don't kill spiders. Oh. Well, we have a mirror out in the garage that's on the floor. Yeah. But I don't think I can throw it away because I don't want it to crack because then then there's bad luck with that. Yes, Todd. I flicked a ladybug off of me once when I was a kid and I told my neurotic mother about it and she was sure something horrible was going to happen to me. There's something about ladybugs and maybe praying mantises too. There's certain. Bugs or animals you're not supposed to screw with? Yeah, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, ladybugs. By the way, it's uh, hype songs. So we have, uh, what, mine and is that it? That's it. It's just my hype song in the final hour? And then everybody's hype song in the last segment. Ever since I was a tiny boy. <laughs> I just want to bang on the drum all day. That's right. Yeah. Now, see, you could ha- that could be a hype song. I think that is. I think the, the Packers... Oh, did they do that? I, I think after okay. they scored a touchdown, I think. Uh, it's a great song. I had a couple of phone calls. By the way, the most watchable game and least watchable football game this weekend. Paulie? Do you want me to run through and you guys grade watchability? Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. This is an international series, Dan, so there's nothing else at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday, October 15th. Ravens at Titans. Watchability. Mm. It should be a tight game. Yeah, and it'll be crooked numbers, too. Right. 18. Ni- yeah, it'll be 19-16 or something. All right. Yeah. I got uh, the 1 o'clock slate. Commanders at Falcons. 
Bijan Robinson. Yeah, great guess yesterday. Not in his high school Hall of Fame yet. Awkwardly watchable or not watchable? Vikings at Bears. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because they're so bad? I, there's storylines there. I, I, What's Kirk D. Cousins do? Um, if they lose, what's that mean? If the Bears win, Justin Fields plays well? Sure, yeah. That depends on what else is on game for Ooh, me. Ooh, righty. Okay. Uh, three and one Seahawks at the two and three Bengals. Very much so. Okay. Big game. The, oh my, this could be tough. 49ers at Browns should be watchable. 10-point spread. If Deshaun Watson was playing, but since he's not. You love Dorian Thompson-Robinson. I do, but I don't even think he's starting in that game. I'm hopeful. I think they have, they, didn't they bring in somebody else? Uh, I think so. But I do love DTR. All right, what else? I'm checking your Browns depth chart. P.J. Walker. Yes, he's going to start. USFL legend. Yes, yes. He's going to get the start, I think. Uh, changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> Rip up the rundown. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins hosting the Panthers, the winless Panthers. 13 and a half. No. Not at all, right? No. Yeah. This is a toughie. Colts and Jaguars? Minshew magic? Yeah. Well, Minshew played for Jacksonville. Payback hey, time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. The last on the one o'clock slate. This is this is uh this is tough. Saints at Texans. No. Close game, expected one and a half mm, point. Yeah. Okay. CJ Stroud. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. I that might be I look forward to the highlights. You know stinks? The Saints are are above average. They're three and two. They're playing well, but they're hard to watch. Yeah. 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 Patriots at Raiders, the four o'clock slate. Sure. Oh, man, that's tough. Yes. That is a tough one. That's almost a must-win game for the Raiders, though. Oh, you can't lose to, You can't lose that game. Yeah, no. that, that's it, must-win-ish. Yeah. Jimmy G, payback time. <laughs> Talk rule game. Yeah. Josh McDaniels. Yeah. yeah. Out coach, his mentor, Bill Belichick. It's got storylines. It just is having a, a good Mac game. Mac Jones, <laughs> offensive game plan. All right, 4 o'clock slate, Cardinals at Rams. The 1-4 pesky Cardinals. Getting 7 from your Rams, Dan. I just want to see the receivers with the Rams. I just want to see... You know, the Rams quietly have a, a like a good, dangerous team. Got a young team. Cooper Cup is back. Eagles. Nakua. The 5-0 and o Eagles at the 2-3 and three pesky Jets. That is a weird... Uh, I'm going to say yeah. See, I think I'm saying yes to just about every game. The Jets' defense has held every quarterback that they face to their season low in quarterback. Rate. All right. Okay. Tidbit. All right. I'll uh, file that away. File that away. That'll help. <laughs> Lions at Buccaneers, Dan. Oh. Lions go 5-1. and one. They should be 6-0. and oh. Two quarterbacks with chips on their shoulder. And then, of course, the night game. Giants at Bills. Mm, no. Only if Danny Dimes plays. Yeah. Yes, Marvin. The Giants. NBC, what happened, guys? That's, well, They put I, him on twice. I know. I know. Well, you know, coming off playoff, you know, being in the playoffs, winning a game, Saquon, Danny Dimes, New York market. Mm. Mm, okay, maybe not. They need to flex earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see. Oh, is Dylan going to come out and give us his uh, parlay? Uh, Todd, would you get up? Yeah, I've been waiting. I'd be glad to. Yeah, Dylan uh, is part of the podcast. Dan Patrick takes a gamble. We uh, taped that yesterday with uh, Shea and Irving, Bad Larry, and Dylan, the graphics guy. So Dylan will uh, come out from uh, back sitting next to uh, Eric Von He moves glacially. Eric Von Scrotum. Oh, look who shaved. Dylan shaved. All right, looking good there. Do uh, you have a court date? Is that why you uh, shaved? No, it's actually a funny story. So I had been rocking the mustache for a while, and it was pointed out that it was a little askew. Hmm. And I tried to fix it and made it more. It was like a bent paper clip. So just kind of one side kept going <laughs> further out. So I just had to start from scratch. Okay. What do you have for the audience since uh, you are leading right now with uh, Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble with our experts? Yep, the panel of experts. Yes. Um, so I got a same game parlay, Dan. Okay. 
for the London game, Ravens Titans. Um, Lamar Jackson anytime touchdown scorer. All right. Derrick Henry anytime touchdown scorer and under forty one for the game. Mm. It's going to be a lot of running. Okay. Rundin. Oh, okay. All right. Blue, blue. Yeah. Yep. I thought of that it. one all on my own. Too. Nailed it. Why don't you just stay in that chair for the rest of the uh That the hour? was a little Todd-like. Yeah, but why don't you just stay there? It's okay. We've had a lot of Todd today. So. Yeah, we have. Okay. Yeah. Am I, I'm getting subbed in for Todd? Yeah. It's nothing personal, Todd. This is how Lou Gehrig started. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Fritzy's Wally Pip. Some kind oh. of cheesy pun, and then that's a career. Yeah. Off to the race. That's <laughs> a career. Um, yeah. Dan, there was also the tattoo bet last week, which we I don't think there's been any updates on uh, Breadman, right? Yeah, Breadman made the bet. It was Texas, Oklahoma, and Loser had to get a tattoo, and he was going to get a DP show tattoo on his neck, and you were going to get a Breadman tattoo. Which I was actually excited for. Yeah, I know. You're like, Came, I said, hey, you won your bet. He goes, yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. I wanted to get a bread man tattoo. I, I handcuffed myself a bit because I had the under also, so Oklahoma scored to win, and I lost my bet. Mm. Any other wisdom that uh, you want to impart? Um, no, two and four on the parlays, which still pretty good. Mm. Bat, batting 300. Okay. Um, yeah, not really. I may, Actually, I will throw out a... a oh, boy. <laughs> If anyone has it, another juicy bet that calls in, I'm willing to. I will co- keep wagering a tattoo until I have to get one. That Breadman tattoo would have been sick. It would have been. That would have been a great tattoo. Yeah. Meanwhile, where's Breadman? I don't know. He disappeared. Soft. Back in the can, maybe. Yeah. Well, he's driving a truck. That that might be too soon to say that. Yes. Yeah, that he, he sorry, did get out of. He did get out of prison. We don't want that to happen. Driving a no, truck. No, no. No. We. But he does listen in prison. So. He did. That's where he discovered the show. Yes, he right? did. Yeah, that you know when we get an incarcerated uh, audience, we dominate. We really do. The three they have three radio stations, and somehow this is <laughs> one of them. Uh, they gather around. Do you think listening to the program? Yes, Paul. If one of us gets arrested, we're set. If we show up in prison, we'll be celebrities. <laughs> Well, we did find out everybody on the podcast, Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble, has a mugshot except for me. Did Larry? I don't think Larry did. Oh, yeah, we didn't. No, I I don't even think we asked bad Larry. Yes, uh, Marvin. Yeah, Larry had to go because somebody was... uh, Oh, they wanted to take a picture with him? Yeah, actually, you want me to play that right now? You want a little little snippet of this? All right, let me hear it. All right, and then one unit's in the pros, and I got people taking my picture. Paul, stop taking my picture. One unit, Saints minus one and a half against. <laughs> Who is taking your picture? We're, we're at a golf. I'm at a golf outing for the underprivileged kids of Seagirt. Um, <laughs> of the underprivileged kids of the Jersey Shore? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You could probably go for a little higher hanging fruit later. Yeah. Or lower. Oh, stop taking my picture. Yeah. Um, Are you LeBron at the Boys and Girls Club of Greenwich? <laughs> Listen to me. It's Larry's I Promise School. Bad Larry, don't take my don't take my photograph. Uh, thank you, Dylan. Good luck this weekend with your bets. Thanks, guys. Uh, Good to see more you. from Dylan on the twelve fifteen podcast. That'll be the backroom guys who uh, dish on the uh, the week that was. That podcast will be available at danpatrick.com. We'll take a break. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. TireRack.com. If you need tires, when you need tires. We all need tires eventually, but when you do, just remember, TireRack.com. That's what Dan talks about. They have their own test track, and they push the tires to the limit. They give you all the information, so you make an informed decision. Also, the easy-to-use tire decision guide. That means you get a personalized tire recommendation. Write tires for how and what and where you drive. You'll get that in about two minutes. So... They have the full lineup of Pirelli tires shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. Also, ask about mobile tire installation. See if it's available in your area. That means they bring the tires to you at your home or at your office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan, and then you'll see the Pirelli test results, special offers that they have. That's TireRack.com Dan. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. 
Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Anybody got a problem with my hype song? If you do, you'll be fired. Yes, Todd. I liked it. It's pretty good. Have you heard of LCD sound system before? I've heard of the song. It's not something that's on my, I don't have it saved on my phone when I'm taking a walk around the neighborhood. See, you have the My House, and that can be your house, you know, as far as a hype song in the stadium. They can all yell, My House! We must protect my house. Seaton, any issues with LCD sound system? Uh, not a single. All right. Other than, other than they broke up too early. Uh, no. Oh, they they got back together. Yeah, yeah. They're doing residencies now. <laughs> yes, they are. I don't know their backstory. Where are they from? I don't know uh, much about them. I, I think, uh, is it Brooklyn or in lower Manhattan? I think Brooklyn, yeah. And uh, the lead singer was actually a, a music producer, I think, and then became the lead singer for LCD Sound System. This is called Daft Punk is playing in my house. My house. Uh, Chase Daniel, look who's becoming an analyst. I love this. Chase Daniel, I'll give you the backstory. Uh, I think it's 14 years in the NFL and a two-time Heisman Trophy candidate at Missouri. And he hosts the Chase Daniel Show. You'll find that on YouTube. How's it been? What's the reaction so far? It's been good. You know, I'm still trying to find my way a little bit, but, um, you know, appearing on NFL Total Access on Fridays, and I decided, hey, like, yeah, we also have a podcast with Trey Wingo called Chasing It. We just had Travis Kelsey on. The episode blew up. So we just continue to keep getting guests and just trying to find my way. But this this Chase Daniel Show on YouTube, it's interesting because it's just a quarterback breakdown. And I, I try to pick a few guys every week, maybe four or five guys, and really go in from an aspect of like what I was for 14 years. I was just in the room, and it was like day after game film. 
the good, the bad, the ugly, I don't care. Like, I'm just going to say how it is. Like, I'm, I'm just going to break it down and I'm actually be able to telestrate it on the screen. So I'm able to circle things, draw up route concepts, explain to the average viewer what goes through quarterbacks' heads and where maybe he should have thrown the ball. A quarterback, take for instance, CJ Stroud just broke him down. Like the dude is playing unbelievable, but like he missed some throws. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to be able to tell you that. And it's just, it's just a way like, Football is very, very complicated and complex. So I try to break it down to the average viewer level and say, hey, here's what happened. Here's what he should have done, or he did this well. And uh, it's taken off. I've, I've been pretty surprised at, at, uh, at everything that's been going on with it right now. Well, you did the video where you called out the Cowboys defense after what Brock Purdy did. So give yeah. us give the audience an idea of what exactly did Brock Purdy do and what role did the uh, – Cowboys defense play. Yeah, that 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 was my highest grossing video. It was like 150,000 views in like 24 hours. So there's some San Francisco 49ers faithful fans that want to see it. No, no, but no. That, that's bro- Cowboy fans that want to see it too. They want to yeah, know well, what's wrong too. with their, their team. I would break down the Cowboys every week if I were you, Chase. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I and, and it's interesting because I just posted a DAC video. We can get to that later. But but the way Brock was able to play on Sunday night, I mean, it, you know, the thing with Brock, it's either him or the system. That's all I've heard. It's him or the system. It's him or the system. And why can't it be both, right? It's a perfect commingling of of two people, Kyle Shanahan, Brock Purdy, and going at it because he's had other quarterbacks before, right, that haven't been able to run the system as efficient as Brock. And it's not like he's just checking it down. He's going through progressions. The game plan was excellent. You know, we always talk on offense, especially what they're doing in San Francisco. We talk about blitzing the defense. What does that mean? Shifts, motions, checks, different personnel groups, everything like that. Brock is handling it so like calm and that's the biggest thing i've seen from him is so what you're saying is the niners are the aggressor that they're actually blitzing the defense there and brock and brock is aggressive he's not like jimmy g he's aggressive downfield yeah i was actually surprised at how how much they're taking shots downfield it's not these old like screens of course they have it like but you know you're only as good as the 10 other players around you and i'm telling you right now this san francisco 49ers offense is the best in the league and it's not even close the way they're able to handle different times within the game different looks that dallas's defense was giving them and just the play calling genius obviously everyone knows about kyle shanahan but you got cmc and and honestly when i've broke down brock a couple times on my on my show i've been really impressed with brandon Ayuk. like the dude has taken his game to a completely different level everyone knows about kittle everyone knows about cmc Debo okay but Brandon Ayuk I'm telling you right now like he's a he looks to me like a thinner faster Mike Williams even and and I keep breaking him down I'm just like man like the way he's running like he looks four four speed four three speed he's got fresh legs it's it's really impressive and honestly like all those weapons at the end of the day are going to end up helping Brock is it fair to start looking at Sean Payton the way we do Bill Belichick, and that is Belichick without Tom Brady and Sean Payton without Drew Brees? What kind of coaches are they? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just think he inherited a, a pretty tough situation there. Like, I'm, I'm a big Sean Payton fan, but at the end of the day, like, you got to win, right? And the offense just looks so, like, stuck in a rut. And, and I don't know if it's Russell, because honestly, like, Russell has played well, like, four like three or four games out of the year and it's really been their defense which no one was expecting you can't tell me that because i played in that division um for like five or six years especially the last two years their defense especially their past defense has been unbelievable and they played really well last night you hold the chiefs to one touchdown and you end up losing the game they they, they came back late late in the late in the game but you look at sean payton and what he's done i mean i think eventually like he's going to end up being like hey like all right wholesale fire cell changes who knows what's going to happen, but I just think that he eventually will get his guys in there, and whether it's Russell Wilson in there, I don't know. I can't tell. You know, I'm not in the building, but I know a lot of those guys that are, and I just think they're trying to really find their way as an offense, and and, and the defense isn't really helping but them is, out very But much is either. Russ the type of quarterback Sean Payton wants? Well, I mean, everyone's talking about it, right? Everyone's talking about, hey, is, it, is, is you know, Sean Payton, he needs a drop-back style quarterback. Look, Russ, in in my opinion, is his best out of the pocket, right? So, Russ, you have to have a really smart quarterback for that offense because with Sean Payton's offense, I mean, I was in it for seven years, and it is very difficult. Russ, Russ's 
Russ is really smart. He's cerebral type quarterback. Can he make plays within the pocket on time and in rhythm? It's not really Russ's game. He's done it this year. And you look at the big splash plays. It's been on the outside of the pocket when plays break down, making plays with his legs. Talking to Chase Daniel, and you could check out his uh, YouTube channel, his show, uh, The Chase Daniel Show on YouTube. You uh, mentioned you broke down Dak Prescott. What did you see, good and bad? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I broke it down, put it up last night, and it was a little slow, and I just I just looked, and it's Dallas fans are flocking to it because um, I was just I was just honest. I mean, I labeled it as Dak the problem, and for my for my opinion just watching the game it's not Dak like like you watch the San Francisco 49ers game I think that's just an anomaly in my opinion because the the 49ers defense all they did and now now teams might try to re like replace it and do the same thing they were just playing man-to-man -man coverage man it was like come up press Dallas Cowboys get home with all the receivers get home with four rushers and and Bosa and all those guys on the off and Dak had no time to throw the ball his three picks came late in the game. I think he only played 39 plays in that game because they were getting blown out and they ended up putting Cooper Rush in. So for the most part, I think Dak has done a really good job this season. It wasn't great tape, honestly, uh, when I watched the 49ers team. And I don't know if that's a Mike McCarthy problem and he's getting used to still calling plays and trying to figure out the offense or if it's if it's Dak. But I, I just, at the end of the day, when you look at it from, from that game, it's just like, to me, I think it's going to be an anomaly. Yeah, but... It feels like we're waiting for Dak Prescott to be somebody he's not. Like, yeah. Right? I mean, he he's not going to be that upper echelon quarterback. At least it, it doesn't appear. After eight years, are you really going to change? Seven years? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, look, he's uh, – it's, it's a hard question because you look at – this league is such a game-to-game – type league right like what have you done for me lately you look at the past three or four years Dax had had really good years but they've never wanted being able to won, win the big game especially against San Francisco last year's knocked him out of the playoffs and so eventually like you know Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy if he's going to be the guy moving forward they got to see something that says hey Dak you're in the top eight top five quarterbacks and not only are you a game manager you better win games with your arm when we need you to win games and eventually it, it's got to come down to that and you got to have the players around you which they do they've always had the players that's never been the question with the dallas cowboys the talent has always been there you know it it's like hey can you put it together for a string of games can you get on some streaks can you win big games in the playoffs and that is not what the dallas cowboys have been the bears know what they have in justin fields right you know what kind of quarterback he is. Has he shown you enough? Have you broken down his tape that you would say, if I have the number one or number two overall pick, I'm going to still stay with Justin Fields? Well, you got Caleb Williams and Drake May, right? Like that; Those are the two that are probably going to be But is Justin Fields a franchise two. quarterback? I mean, the way he's played, so so I, I break it. I I watched every single one of their games because I'm so interested in like just what was going wrong. You take the first three games of the year, and it was a crapshoot on offense. Like they couldn't do any. It looked to me like Luke Getzey was calling plays like he had a statue back there at quarterback. I'm yeah. going to be completely honest with you. And the innovation wasn't there. They were barely moving uh, like pre-snap motions or shift, just easy stuff. So they were just in stagnant formations. He was under center a lot. Like I watched the the Chiefs game and I was thinking, what in the world? Like you have this guy, this guy is not an under center drop back play action passer. He's just not that guy. That's just not who he is. And he did. And then you go back and you look at the Broncos game and the Commanders game. And it's like a he's thrown eight touchdowns in those games. A completely different quarterback, a completely different offense. It's like, why did you wait so long? Because you look back last year, that's exactly what their offense was like yeah. until the New England game. And the New England game, Luke Getz said, ah, handcuffs are off, just run, man, just go. And then he started his tear through the league. And then he started again like that this year. And then the last two games, right? He's been he's been unbelievable in the offense. The offense has changed. And that's what's really good. Like you have to put this guy, if you want him to be your franchise quarterback, which I'm still on the fence about. I'm not sure if he can. The last two games sure is, sure is like it, but he needs to be in an offense like Luke Getze was running. He needs to be in a Lamar Jackson type offense where, hey, it's RPO, it's quick game, it's screens, it's 
It's quarterback run. It's decision-making. I think that's something that he continues to get better on. I've seen a really big difference in him from the first three weeks to the last two weeks is his his processing speed has gone through the roof. It's not like where he's holding it. He's looking at one and just taking a sack because he had the most sacks over the last two years when he's holding the ball four-plus seconds. Now I can't even see it. It's like one-two run, one-two run. So whatever he did or whatever change they made on offense, it's working. Yeah, I, they were trying to make him into something that he's not. Also, you know, throw on first down. Like, don't don't make it so it's predictable on third down. And you're right. He was back there as if he was, you know, Peyton Manning, and he's not going to carve you up. I would treat him just like Carolina did Cam Newton. Go out and be yeah. Cam Newton. Don't try to be anything other than who you are, and that's who Justin Fields is. He's, he's going to be that guy. He's not going to be consistent. He's going to have big play, you know, capabilities. But, man, they got a big decision here at the end of the year, and I don't know if he could play his way back into Chicago. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's an interesting decision because it is decision time coming up. And if But if he continues playing this way and they can actually put – I mean, let, let's be real. Other than DJ Moore, they don't, they don't have many playmakers on offense. Like, you got to surround yourself with guys. And I love the Cam Newton analogy because – it's me, like everyone, like it went viral. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, he just called out the coaching, right? Like yeah. when Justin Fields called out the coaching. But to me, I took it way different than anyone else. It was him finally saying, look, like the coaching is fine, okay? But maybe it was, there's a fine line, especially in quarterback rooms of over coaching, right? And that's what I think was happening to Justin. Finally just said, hey, go out, be yourself. Be yourself, show your personality. Do what you do, and he's starting to flourish in it. They're not holding him back. He's just starting to roll. And so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, you know, the next 10, 12 Well, games the only way that he really could stay in Chicago is to win his way. Because if, yeah. if they win, then they don't get Caleb Williams or Drake May unless they trade yeah. for it. So he can, he can prevent the Bears from getting that next quarterback. Uh, Chase, it's great to talk to you. Love to have you back yeah. on. Promote your uh, YouTube channel, The Chase Daniel Show. And uh, congrats on the success. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Chase Daniel, one of the greatest preseason quarterbacks of all time. If they have a preseason, I wonder if they ever came up with a preseason Hall of Fame. Guys who just dominated. Now, we did have quarterback stats there, but I don't know. That's usually the only way. I, like, who would be my running backs? Who would be my wide receivers, my tight end? The greatest preseason players of all time. Yes, Marv. Victor Cruz, first ballot. Oh, we had a little success during the regular season. True. You know. Oh, so you can't be good during the rate, too good during the regular season. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. If you're too good in the regular season, then it's not, a, you know, a anomaly that you were good in the I'll pre-season. take it back then. He scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl and had a Pro Bowl. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We'll take a break. If you're watching on Peacock, uh, you'll be able to, uh, we'll take you out to the Traeger Hood. And I'm watching now as they're taking the feast off of the Traegers. We'll come back. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store for Monday after this. It's something that will change your life. That's not often when you say that about a product. Sleep Number will change your life. Right now, the lowest prices ever, the all-new Queen Sleep Number C2 Smart Bed, only $880, plus special financing for a limited time at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. You're going to get better quality sleep. You'll stay asleep longer and deeper. You have firmness on each side of the bed, so there's no referee needed. You choose how firm you want that side to be. Also, adjustable firmness to new temperature benefits. Sleep Number smart beds keep you sleeping just right. Sleep Number setting is 75. Ask about how you get your Sleep Number. Ask about Sleep IQ technology. They have everything that you need to make sure you're going to get to sleep, stay asleep, and wake up feeling great. Because every great day, Starts the night before. Sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. The official crucial catch partner of the NFL. Subject to credit approval. See store for details. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. 
you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Now this is a hype song. You play this, everybody's going to be on their feet. I don't want to work. I just want to bang on the drums all day. Here we go. Ever since I was a tiny boy. <laughs> Last call for phone calls. What is the lead story on Monday? Anybody have a suggestion? With a lead. The lead story on Monday will be like a, a universal lead story, not a uh, LeBron said something. Let's lead with that. Uh, well, the Cowboys will be playing Monday night, so that might be the lead story that the Cowboys are playing Chargers Monday night. Todd, what about you? Thinking about something along the lines of South Bender, that USC is going to really stick it to Notre Dame and South Bend by like at least 17 points or okay. something. So you're, you're coming up with the headline as yeah, well, so not just you. South Bender. Okay. Yeah. Yes, uh, Seton? I only think that game would be a headline as if Notre Dame wins. Yeah, but they're favored. Yeah, Notre Dame is favored over USC. I think by three. But that, that's weird because Notre Dame's done this year. They're out. Yeah, but they're at home. They're a good team. They run the football. Yeah, but it's still, even if they're favored, they're still, to me, it's not even close that USC losing is a bigger story than Notre Dame losing. Hmm. Hmm. It's now uh, USC getting two and a half. I think it started out as three. Paulie, what is the lead story Monday? That it actually could lead. The New York Jets beat the Eagles. Ooh. Eagles defensive backs, uh, the defense of the Jets, pretty good. 
Yeah, well, Zach Wilson can carve them up. Yeah, that's what I hear. Um, okay, that that would probably be saucy. That'd be a big that'd be a big story. What if the Giants beat the Bills in Buffalo? <laughs> Holy cow! Okay, that'd be gigantic. So, um, I don't think there's anything else football. I mean, Oregon Washington is a really big game, but that's not going to lead. Yeah. I mean, you're going to need a real surprise there. Like UMass taking down Penn State? If that would, yes. They're getting 41 and a half, Oh, it's 41. I thought it was 42 and a half. I'll get get down on that one. Okay. All right. Maybe it'll be something Heisman related. Somebody's going to have a breakout Heisman performance. Well, Penix against Oregon. Mm. Caleb Williams against Notre Dame. Mm. There could be Drake May against Miami, but that's not as much. So, yeah, I would say this could be really big for – Penix, and uh, Caleb Williams this weekend. Final results of the poll question. Seton O'Connor? Let me go back to the one from uh, earlier Mm -hmm. uh, in the show, Dan. Mm -hmm. Hour one, we had most wonky quarterback situation. Broncos, Browns, Bears, Cardinals, Giants, Vikings. Oh, my. Yeah, oh, my is right. Uh, 44% right now, the Broncos, followed by 20% of the Browns, Cardinals, Giants. Uh, Bears and Vikings really not getting any love. Okay. Yeah. All right. You want the other one? Yeah, please? sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Might as well, right? By the way, that food, pretty, pretty good. good. Fritzy's birthday meal, pretty good. Fantastic job by Tyler. How yeah. superstitious are you? Uh, 67% of the audience, slightly super. There's a 7.7% of the audience is extremely superstitious. Mm, okay. Yeah, it is Friday the 13th. It is. Yeah, yeah. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Uh, any, anything else? That uh, Any other poll questions? Yeah, it could be 66.6% superstitious. (laughs) Check his skull, the sign of the devil. (laughs) There are people right now in their cars not finding that funny. No, they're not. Uh, This is how he does his work. (laughs) Doug in Indiana. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind today? A.K.A. Motor Tube in chat row. 5'11", 187. Medium-sized hands. Member of the Dead Dog Club. Mm. The Krappenberg State alumni have to have their reunion every year here in Indiana. A true place, the Uranus Fudge Factory. Okay. Okay. All right. Bowl. There's a, the Fudge Factory in Indiana, Paulie? Uh, so, is, yeah, I'll look that it up. That is a thing. That is a thing. I was uh, told on each of the cross-country trips, I've got a lot of messages to be like, you have to stop by this. The Uranus Fudge Factory. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's Uranus. <laughs> yes, Guys, it's Uranus. And, and a lot of people did message us that if Cravensburg State wins this weekend, they will be bowl eligible. <laughs> okay, fair. This day in sports history, Paul. Got a couple. 1903, the Boston Red Sox defeated the Pittsburgh Pirates 3-0 to zero in the first modern World Series game. They won a series five games to three. That was uh, best of nine back then. Uh, 1951, Atlanta, Georgia, a football with a rubber covering was used for the first time. Georgia Tech beat LSU. The first game of the ABA, the American Basketball Association, 1967. Dan, I don't remember that at all. Uh, Pat Boone, owner of the Oakland Oaks, sang the national anthem. I think Rick Berry played for the Oakland Oaks. Oakland Oaks. Uh, And the Anaheim Amigos. Miss those guys. Yes. The first World Series night game to his telecast on NBC in 1971. Baltimore defeated Pittsburgh. In Game Four at Three Rivers Stadium. Yeah. Anything else? Dun, 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 dun. That's it. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, on this night in 1985, this player got injured while stretching before a baseball game. 1985. Vince Coleman got hurt. The automated tarp, the it, uh, it it rolled over his leg, so the tarp came out and rolled over his leg, and uh, Vince Vince got uh, got hurt. Uh, He's a hell of a player, great baseball. Yeah, yeah, fast, fast, and of course, 1960, Bill Mazeroski won the World Series, homered off Ralph Terry, giving the Pirates a one-run win over the Yankees, Game Seven of the World Series. And the Yankees haven't recovered since then. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, let's go around the room what we learned on the program. Todd? 
Dylan once got to enjoy croissants after being arrested for having a fake ID trying to buy liquor on Martha's Vineyard. I love that story. Yeah, he got incarcerated and they served croissants. Seton O'Connor, what did you learn today? Yeah, serving hard time in Martha's Vineyard uh, <laughs> comes with croissants. Probably smoothies as well. Yeah. Marvin, what did you learn? Chase Daniels said the bill the Bears were overcoaching. Yes, they were, Justin Fields. Paulie, what did you learn? No other show is going to have Ryan Leaf and Chase Daniel on the show. Todd, what did I learn today? If he was making the top pick in the NFL draft, Ryan Leaf would select Michael Penix Jr. over Caleb and Drake May. What we learned brought to you by Kings Hawaiian sliding into the weekend, brought to you by our partners. Kings Hawaiian wants you to have that get together with family and friends and football. Enjoy the weekend, making every Sunday a slider Sunday. A lot of fun this week. Uh, Keep in mind the 1215 podcast be available after the show. The backroom guys get to dish on everything that happened on the program. Name the 1215 club. They don't get to eat meat Friday until 1215. Have yourself a great weekend, a safe weekend, and thank you for allowing us to do what we get to do Monday through Friday. We'll talk to you Monday. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 